Snap is a $13 billion technology company that almost every teenager uses its app to connect with friends. It has successfully engaged its satisfied users, but not so much its investors. Its stock price is down more than 50% since its IPO in 2017. Many attribute Snap's fall to TikTok's fierce competition in recent years. Is that reason justified? Or the 50% drop in the stock price is a buying opportunity? Let's talk about that. I'm Huda Mayer, founder and CEO of Stockcard, and on this channel I share detailed fundamental analysis and interesting investment stories. TikTok's influence on the stock prices of companies such as Snap is like a stock market boogeyman story. He once was an associate of ours. We called him Baba Yaga. The boogeyman? In general, investors assume the rise of TikTok means the fall of Snap, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and other content platforms. On the surface, and intuitively, this seems true. TikTok is one of the most downloaded and used content consumption platforms in the US. Anything that consumes people's time leaves less time for engaging and interacting with other applications such as Snap. However, in investing, relying on your intuition only can be catastrophic. We must dig into the facts and confirm or reject our intuition. Today, we research Snap's fundamentals to bring logic to our intuition. This episode is a part of a series I recently started to research heavily beaten down stocks in my portfolios and decide whether to keep, add more, or reallocate my capital to other investments. So far, I dug into Canopy Growth, ticker CGC, and Fastly, ticker FSLY. The link to the series is in the show notes. Remember, all episodes are to educate and share ideas, and none are meant to be investment advice. Let's talk about Snap now. People, I am 41 years old and have never used Snapchat, but I own its shares. Why? In 2019, I researched the stock fundamentally when it was trading at around $17 per share and concluded it's a financially solid company worth owning. I leave a link to that 2019 fundamental analysis in the show notes if you want to go back and watch or listen to it. But in summary, revenue was growing 48% year over year. The average revenue per user was about $2, significantly lower than Facebook's average, highlighting a significant revenue growth opportunity for Snap. Its daily active users were around 13 million, and there was no TikTok to worry about. Fast forward to 2023, and the stock is down to roughly $8 per share, 50% lower than when I researched it in 2019. It still makes money primarily from advertising. However, it added other revenue sources, 
such as subscription revenue from more than 3 million subscribers and enterprise SaaS revenue from selling its AR-based shopping suite functionality, enabling customers to try retailers' products using AR before buying. It made $4.6 billion in revenue in 2022, up 35% per year compared to 2020. The company's daily active users are now up to 383 million from that 13 million I told you about in 2019. In the United States, users open the app more than 40 times daily. So compared to 2019, the company is in a much better position, but the stock price is down 50%. In comparison, TikTok is expected to make $10 billion in ad revenue in 2023, with its daily active users across iOS and Android devices being around 45 million, excluding the Chinese version of TikTok app. Snap, is competing head-to-head with TikTok's short-form video platform. Its new feature, Spotlights, is a TikTok-comparable short video sharing feature with more than 5 billion snaps created daily. The company continues to focus on investing in augmented reality, AR, with 250 million users interacting with AR features. The interesting and unique aspect of a Snapchat is its myopic focus on the younger generation of 13 to 34 year olds. The platform focuses on becoming the first app kids download when they get their first mobile phone. With its focus, it has managed to attract 75% of its target market in 20 countries, representing more than 50% of the global advertising market. In comparison, TikTok covers a much broader demographic. For example, roughly 3.5% of TikTok's audience is above 50 years old. In summary, Snap has more engaged users daily and has been able to grow its users just like TikTok. But Snap makes half the revenue TikTok does. If TikTok was a Snap's problem, we should have seen user and engagement losses for Snap. That's not the case, meaning Snap's stock price decline is not because of direct TikTok competition. So if TikTok isn't a problem, what is? The most important factor is the recent deceleration of the company's revenue growth from 116% quarter over quarter revenue growth in Q2 2021 to flat revenue growth in Q4 2022. Even scarier is the recent quarterly revenue results in Q1 2023, down by 7% year over year. The situation was even grimmer in the eyes of investors because Meta reported its quarterly earnings report one day before Snap, highlighting a 4% year over year revenue growth in Q1 2023. The second issue is the company's insistence on investing in artificial intelligence and machine learning. I was listening to the quarterly earnings call live and the questions asked by analysts were so telling. The analysts accused Snap 
of wasting money investing in artificial intelligence, machine learning, and augmented reality. Analysts are scared that the company's investments will result in more user engagement, but won't enhance its monetization and ad revenue. Snap is investing 46% of its revenue in research and development. While revenue is down 7%, the R&D has remained at the same level. Interestingly, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, reportedly spent $15 billion in R&D in 2021 on a $60 billion revenue in the same year, representing 25% R&D expenditure. With a 46% R&D to revenue ratio we discussed earlier, Snap is investing a much bigger portion of its revenue in R&D comparatively, and analysts have the right to worry about the high costs. The third problem in Snap is its high stock-based compensation, dilution risks, and how Snap uses its cash. Stock-based compensations allow companies to retain employees. They give them a chance to own shares in the company. However, every time you give your employees stock-based compensation, you have to issue new shares. Issuing new shares dilute the existing shareholders' ownership of the company. In Q1 2023, Snap allocated 30% of its revenue to stock-based compensation. But we see the count of shares going down. That's because Snap uses its available cash to purchase its shares buybacks. In the last 12 months, the company spent $1 billion in share repurchases. Those are some serious concerns about the company and have nothing to do with TikTok or even the global advertising markets to slow down. Let's turn the conversation around and explore whether Snap has a way to redeem itself. Firstly, can it resume revenue growth? Aside from external factors, such as the advertising markets expected short to mid-term recovery, Snap has to convince advertisers to spend their dollars on its platform. Typically, revenue is a lagging indicator. That means revenue growth is the last financial metric showing a company's financial strength. Things like the number of users and growth in active users are early indicators. The Snap's user and engagement growth continue and could signal higher revenue few quarters down the road. The Snap's investment in AI and machine learning isn't only focused on user engagement and is dedicated to enhancing advertisers' ability to get and measure the return on their investment on Snap's platform. The investment would pay off, I believe. I base that belief on seeing how the management has grown users and engagement and been able to cut costs enough for the company to generate free cash flow in the last two quarters. Those tell me the management is capable of delivering on its plans. Moreover, despite more than $1 billion in stock buybacks and high R&D expenses, Snap still has more than 
four billion dollars in cash on marketable securities, and it doesn't fear immediate balance sheet concerns. So let's summarize what we've learned about Snap today. The company is super focused on younger demographic. It has continually grown its daily active and overall number of users. Although revenue has been significantly higher in the last two to five years, the growth has decelerated and the latest earnings report hinted at a continued deceleration pace. There is a disagreement between the management and the financial analysts on how much the company should invest on R&D. Despite revenue deceleration, Snap has managed to cut costs. It has generated free cash flow in the last few quarters. High stock compensation dilutes current shareholders, but the company has tried to balance that with the buyback programs. It has more than $4 billion in cash, but the management doesn't seem interested in cutting back on R&D or buybacks, which will deplete its cash without sustainable profit. So if the best investment strategy is to invest in a company with a lot of upside potential and not much downside risk, let's do some quick math to decide whether Snap fits that strategy. To set the foundation, let's make some valuation comparisons. Snap is priced at roughly three and a half times its sales. Meta is priced more than five times its sales. TikTok isn't a public traded company, but we can do some math. According to Bloomberg, TikTok US can be a 40 to $50 billion company with an estimated $10 billion revenue in the US the company is priced at four to five times its 2023 revenue. With those price-to-sales comparisons, Snap is an undervalued stock. Optimistically, if we believe in the assumption that higher user engagement will eventually translate to revenue growth, the upside for Snap is that the company will grow its revenue by 15% starting next year, and gets to a price-to-sales ratio of 5, which is the current Meta or TikTok's price-to-sales ratio. In 5 years, Snap would be a $40 billion company, or 2.5 times bigger than today. So what is the pessimistic scenario? Snap can fail on all its revenue growth targets, use all of its cash, and become a worthless company. But what is a bit more realistic scenario? And Snap's revenue stays flat for another year or two, and then it slowly recovers to its historical 15% year-over-year growth in the next five years. Its R&D expenses and stock-based compensation stay elevated, preventing higher valuation multiples than today. With those assumptions, the company has about 20% growth potential in the next five years. Knowing all that, what do we do with Snap shares we own? There is at least 20% upside potential in Snap shares. If you're patient and keep looking, 
we will find better investment opportunities to grow our investments faster than it snaps 20%. However, considering that there is a still upside, I don't see any reason to scare away and sell my snap shares immediately because the company isn't in any immediate danger in my point of view. For me, a snap goes in the hold until better opportunities bucket. However, I would have looked for better investment opportunities if I didn't own snap shares now. 20% realistic return in five years isn't a good investment return, especially in an environment where the risk-free investment return in CDs is already at 5% per year. Now it is your turn to share your research. What other investment opportunities justify selling a snap at a loss and buying up those shares instead? Share your research and your ideas in the comments. Next week, I will be back with another beaten down stock fundamental analysis. And for now, go ahead and watch the rest of the series by clicking on the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.